Hello everyone, we'd like to welcome you to our new episode of the Ranka Pro Europe podcast, the world of fan selection. Traditional investor or if you're a dedicated alternative investment manager, you are able through a fund of fund to diversify your portfolio beyond normal scale. My name is Carla Solera and I am the investor relations specialist here at Ranka Pro Europe. Today, We are going to talk about fund of funds, benefits outweighing the criticism for a double layer of fees with Rolf Nelson, Principal Portfolio Manager at, at BNY Mellon. Hello Rolf, how are you? How is everything going in Germany? Hi Carla, I'm fine. We are looking into the spring in Germany. How about you? Uh, well, uh, Here in Valencia, the same. We are waiting the, the spring, but well, today we have a, a sunny day in Valencia. So, so yeah, I'm happy about that, finally. Um, so, Rolf, yeah, welcome to, to the Ranka Project podcast. It is a pleasure to have you as a speaker. So, thank you for, for being here. Business-wise, uh, Rolf is a generalist with in-depth experience in front to back office roles, passionate about markets and funds in particular. Uh, Rolf, please uh, feel free to add more about your professional background if you want to, and if not, we can go ahead with this podcast. Maybe I'm just adding a, a, a quick one uh, about our responsibilities. Um, we are responsible for managing roughly 25 funds with approximately 2.4 billion euros assets under management and a significant piece of that is uh, allocated to uh, manager selection and fund selection. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Rolf. Um, well, today we are going to talk about a subject full of opinions and criticism sometimes. So. Like most mutual funds, uh, funds of funds carries an annual operating expense known as the expense ratio, as well as management fees and operating costs. However, funds of funds investors are essentially paying double because the underlying funds in the funds of funds all have their annual cost and fees too. So, Rolf, I'm going straight to the point. So, what is the investment case of a fund of fund product in institutional portfolios? To me, the investment case is diversification and the possibility mm -hmm. to access asset classes where you are not typically would directly invest into. Either you're a traditional investor or if you're a dedicated alternative investment manager, you are able through a fund of fund to diversify your portfolio beyond normal scale. You can get access to markets where you are not specialized in or where you don't just have the capabilities to invest in, where, for example, there are lockup periods that you don't want to adhere to. That, that's something really important to understand. A fund of fund, if appropriately structured, can give you access to markets and to return profiles that you might not be able to access alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you, Rolf. Um, but what are the benefits justifying the double layer fees? From a return and risk profile, you can see increases in, 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 that, in your optimization. If you optimize, a, a, let's say, a traditional um, fund of fund portfolio plus equities plus mm -hmm. fixed income or ETFs as well, you can have a lower volatility and a higher return depending on the selection you do. Uh, I 
don't think that's uh, possible with other asset classes in, in that way. Uh, mm -hmm. Just because of the nature of fund of funds, uh, a proper fund of fund can be very smooth in the re returns. It can have low drawdowns. It can have stability in returns, and all of these aspects can support your own portfolio. Mm -hmm. And are there possibilities to um, optimize the fee setback? Yes. I do believe there are possibilities uh, to do that. Um, if you're a large size institutional investor, you might want to take a look at a fulcrum fee, where there is a partial performance fee if you exceed certain thresholds, and otherwise you just need to pay a relatively small amount of fee. Uh, that's, of course, only a possibility for, for big investors, but you can also have a look at into the ETF world, where there are ETF fund of funds, um, partially with active approaches uh, combined, and you can kind of structure your own fund of fund with that, and getting the benefits of a low fee plus the fund of fund, fund exposures. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you very much, Rolf. Um, and then another question that I think is very interesting. How to assess such products? So, what are the major factors to, to consider? I think the most important thing to do is the proper manager selection. You can start by contacting the asset manager or the fund company. You need definitely to do a proper due diligence, speaking to the manager, having a few calls with them, uh, potentially meeting them in their office, getting to know the people, their operations, how they work. Um, It's very, very important. It's one thing what somebody is presenting you in a PowerPoint presentation, but it's a completely different story if you can see how the people interact at the manager and how the, the people are actually behaving. The due diligence itself will provide you a good insight, a good in, a level of insight to the investment case, to the investment mm -hmm. strategy of the fund of funds. And that's the basis. Once that is done, I believe the next step is to go into the quantitative side of things where you can have a look at the actual returns and where you can see if adding one or the other fund of funds will provide you with a better risk return profile on your own portfolio. Mm -hmm. But, but as, as said, the due diligence is the key. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say here? So. Which fund of fund characteristics are a showstopper for, for investments then? To me personally, it's, it's high volatility. If mm -hmm. I want to see uh, exposure to high volatility funds, then I take a trend following uh, investment strategy or a managed future strategy or uh, equity just long. But if I okay. are looking for a fund of fund, the whole purpose of it is for providing stability exposure to markets I don't have the mm -hmm. skill set for and a stable return. So that's something really important to me for to look out. If I have mm -hmm. my own portfolio and I add a, a fund of fund, then I need to see if possible the number of month, negative months is going down, the volatility is going down and my overall risk return is going up, for example, measured by Sharpe ratio. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also, well, thank you, thank you very much, Rolf. Um, also, uh, it is something that we also have uh, to cover a bit because now even you were talking about uh, volatility so something that obviously is happening in the market because obviously I, I imagine that for sure this that I'm going to ask you has impacted your your daily work probably um, so have you changed the way you select funds for a portfolio since the start of the war and the adoption I don't know of the EU measure sanctions So would you like to tell the listeners um, which aspects do you consider most important when selecting funds uh, for a portfolio since everything has started, basically? I think it's the long-term approach. Um, yes, there are tremendous changes out there due to the war and due to the geopolitical ten tensions at the moment. But if you're not having exposure to a dedicated emerging market or um, Eastern Europe area, then I don't think you need to change your approach at the moment. We haven't. Mm -hmm. We have. We, we stay calm at the moment. We usually have an annual plan in place that we want to adhere. Of course, we do market risk hedging once volatility spikes, and we have seen that in the recent past. But I believe if you have a strategic long-term investment plan in, in your mind, then you can stick it nevertheless the short-term volatility. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. No, I just wanted to know that because obviously I think it's uh, a question that uh, it's very interesting for, for everyone, um, even if they are professionals or not. I think that obviously it's important to know um, if, you know, the, the investment process is changing due to, to everything that is happening now. Um, so, so yeah, well, Rolf, on, on top of that, I would like to know more about uh, your role and, and about you. Um, What what is your biggest challenge at BNY Mellon? And I was doubted into a little bit to do this question because obviously I know it's a hard question, but but yeah, uh, if you can tell me the, the biggest challenge or the biggest challenge in plural. If for us, the biggest challenge is we are working in a global organization with thousands of employees, with uh, different legal entities, with different structures. And you you are kind of one of a small ship within that big boat. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's maybe the biggest challenge. We are trying to be independent as much as possible, uh, in particular due to the asset structure that we have and the investors mm -hmm. that we have. Uh, but of course, we also need to adhere to the global organization's rules and regulations. Um, for us, we are actually a team of two currently, so it's been, we need to rely on each other. That, that's Not a challenge necessarily, but of course we are sometimes uh, short of stuff and we need to embed all the tools that we want by our own. So we are mm -hmm. coding everything on our own, which is time consuming, of course. Um, but that's a challenge on the one hand, uh, but a chance on the other hand, I believe, because if you're able to do the coding on your own, if you're uh, establishing your own kind of environment, then you can be pretty individual and adhere to your plan uh, and not need to adhere to all the requirements for IT infrastructure in a global organization, for example. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I think this is uh, coming to an end, Rolf, but, but to be honest, this was uh, something, you know, a discussion very interesting. So thank you for, for sharing your experience, your, your opinion on what is happening. Well, 
everything on, on an important um, topic and, and obviously something that we haven't, you know, talked before uh, with other fans lecture. So thank you for bringing out this, this topic. And, uh, and yeah, and as I said at the beginning, um, thank you again for, for being here, for accepting to, to be one of our speakers. Um, so, well, my dear listeners, uh, also to you, this podcast has come to, to an end. So, so yeah, thank you very much for, for listening and, and also for your time, Rolf. Um, so, yeah, as I always say, I hope that these really interesting discussions uh, get growing and we look forward to, to the upcoming talks with more fans and lectures. Thank you.